Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Welcome back. This week's Cash All episode is all about 3D printing. So the even though 3D printing is a new trend, not super new, but it, it's been around for a while now, but more still yet of an emerging technology that we're trying to find new things to do with. I think I got into this when I was like a little kid. So I was a big fan of Back to the Future, one, two, and three. Even though three is probably the least popular, I still like the Wild West of it. But the first Back to the Future is my favorite. And I was always a big fan of Doc Brown. How he could always come up with these cool inventions. How he had this awesome DeLorean that could go back in time. Super intriguing to me. Uh, another movie that came out when I was younger that I that I loved, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it was Wayne Selinsky was the dad, made the shrinking machine, and it shrunk the kids. And they go on through this whole adventure back to the house through their yard. And that was starring Rick Moranis. And loved the look of that machine that he made, and he had all these crazy inventions as well. Uh, the movie Gremlins... The dad in Gremlins had all those inventions that I thought was pretty cool, even though that I was really little the first time I saw Gremlins and it scared the heck out of me. Uh, watching the real Ghostbusters, Egon Spangler, I always thought was cool. He was always working on something new, some kind of improvement to their Ghostbusting equipment. The cartoon of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like from the 80s. You know, like from like 1988 or 1989. Although I like the, not the one that's out now. That one's trash. But the one prior to that's pretty good. That was on Nickelodeon. I liked that quite a bit. But way back, you know, uh, Donatello, probably my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle at the time. And he was like the inventor of the group. And that all kind of followed me all the way through my whole life. You know, it's probably why I like Iron Man and Tony Stark is just because from when I was a kid, I wanted to be an inventor. But as it turns out, there's not really a whole lot of career opportunities out there to where you're just going to be an inventor and and that kind of thing. So that was kind of out the window. So I pursued other options, you know, but being an inventor, creating things, making things, I always thought was neat and I always like taking apart things and putting them together in a new way and that was kind of like me fulfilling that that dream I had ever since I was a kid fast forward many years later 3d printing starts to come out so I I can't mention I don't think I can mention his name because it'd be like violating uh privacy rules as a teacher or whatever but I had a student and if he's listening to this he knows exactly uh who it is and uh, he built a 3D printer uh, when I when he was a student of mine. And he was telling me all about it as he was doing it. And I, it was super interesting to me. And I had no idea how you would even start to do this. But, you know, and 
me teaching technology, I was just, every day you would come, I'd ask them how the progress was coming and, and is this thing going to work? You know, it, it was a little bit of an exciting adventure where I was kind of, kind of living through this kid's adventure of building a 3D printer. And one day, lo and behold, he brings in a 3D printed Stay Puff Marshmallow Man to give to me as a gift. I still have it. It's at school. And, uh, and whenever anybody asks me, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that figure from? I'm like, it was 3D printed from a machine that was made by a former student. Pretty awesome. And he was telling me about how you can just buy 3D printers as well. And I thought, man, they got to be super expensive. And he told me about the MP Select Mini. And me being somebody who likes to adopt early, you know, to technologies, I was pretty excited to look into this. So at the time I was building a PC, it's kind of a gift to myself for, I don't even know why, maybe, maybe it was just for whatever. I don't know why I, why I was making it, but I must've needed a new computer. And he told me this, MP Select Mini was $199.99. And this is around Christmas time, Thanksgiving time. And I thought, wow, if I could knock $200 off my PC build, then I could get this 3D printer. So I went with this slightly less impressive looking case. I found the most boring case that I possibly could find, actually. It was the cheapest case that there was. That took some money off. And a few other ins and outs here and there took down the cost of the PC and then was able to save like 200 from the PC build and lo and behold MP Select Mini had a little Cyber Monday deal and online it was like down to $175 pretty good pretty cool right so I purchased this thing got some 3d filament it looks like a roll of weed eater string you know in different colors and I was just ready to do this so I build the computer, get it all set up. 3D printer comes, get it all set up. And I uh, wasn't really sure what to do. It comes with, most of them come with this little cat as a demo. And then depending on how the 3D model turns out is like, well, you need to adjust this or you need to adjust this. It was pretty awesome. It, it turned out, the little cat turned out just fine. The little demos worked out good. And I was set to go. Um, so if you're interested in getting started in 3D printing, you need a 3D printer. You need some filament that goes with it. Uh, you need probably some kind of software to make 3D models. Um, the first things you'll start off, maybe you want to make cre already created 3D models. There's a website out there called thingiverse.com. This thing is like the Unsplash or the Pixabay of 3D models. Like you can go in there, you can download these 3D models for free. You know, some of them at your own risk. You know, some of them are more, they'd be better for like using in a game or some kind of a, a digital asset. But a lot of them are very printable. And uh, you, you get these 3D models, you download it. And then um, you need a basically what's called a slicer and a slicer is a program where you load that 3d model into it and it converts that 3d shape 
and turns it into something called G-code. G-code is the language that the 3D printer understands because it doesn't look at a shape and say, oh, you have a shape of a, of a cat. I'm going to make that cat. It's only going to know like X and Y and Z coordinates and the temperature of how hot to melt the plastic all these little step-by-step -step directions that are actually going to manually build this shape. And um, yeah, that's, that's all you need. It's pretty cool. So you take your model, you, you convert it to G-code, and then it does its thing. And then voila, you have this, you have this shape. So that's kind of like a summary of how that works. Um, so like I said, I have this MP Select Mini. I think they have the MP Select Mini version 2 now for the same for the same low price, uh, I'm pretty sure. And it's a decent little 3D printer. Um, I used 3D printer, or I'm sorry, I used 3D Builder uh, to build my models when I, when I first started. It comes free for all Windows devices. Some people out there use programs called like ZBrush or Cinema 4D. Autodesk has some 3D building tools that you can use. Uh, Fusion 360, Blender. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different 3D programs out there to build your 3D models. And a lot of them are free. So you can kind of check those out and look online uh, at some reviews of those. But if you're just looking just to get started, give 3D Builder a try. So I had 3D Builder on my computer, and you know the first thing I think that I made on my own, my daughter had a Wonder Woman toy, and Wonder Woman toy did not come with a shield. How are you Wonder Woman and not have a shield? I have no idea. So we went on 3D Builder, and we made a little shape, kind of measured it out as best we could. It's not a real exact you know, it, it's nothing to the calibrations of like Autodesk or anything like that. But we knew it would be pretty close. And 3D printed a Wonder Woman shield. And uh, Diana or, or whatever, she was able to save the world many times over with this indestructible shield. That was probably the first thing I made. Uh, I was pretty big into Game of Thrones at the time. And... Hold the door, Hodor. I made a little door stop wedge that says Hodor in kind of Game of Thrones type typeface on the top. And then on the edge, if you look carefully on the flat end, you know that at the base of the wedge, you can see an outline of Hodor holding the door shut. So I made a, a door hinge. And you know, to me at the time, that was the greatest invention. You know, I obviously didn't create the first doorstop but at the time when I could wedge that into a door and keep the door from closing I thought this must have been quite similar what it was like to be Tony Stark when he made like Iron Man suit Mark 23 or whatever whatever the different ones he did and he thought yeah this is pretty impressive I made that mine you know it wasn't a suit that could fly or destroy enemies but it, it was keeping the door from closing while I was trying to bring things in and out of a room. So uh, pretty big deal, pretty big deal at the time. Flexing my creative and ingenuity skills at their finest. So after Wonder Woman Shield and Hodor Doorstop, um, I opened up an account on Thingiverse. And if you go there to thingiverse.com, 
and you check out thingiverse.com slash iconic design slash designs. That's my account where I have some other 3D models that I made on there. Some some of them are cool. Some of them are pretty lame. Uh, but they're they're all there for free, you know, if you're ever looking for something to make. Um, there There's a few on there that I'm kind of proud of that if you go on there and check them out, you know, you can leave some feedback. I actually don't think I even have the password for that account anymore. So um, I, I will probably never actually look at the feedback if you do put that there. But the resources are for, there for you to have them. Um, eventually, I started making these little 3D keychains, 3D printed keychains, little crosses, and uh, had this kind of thing where I would put like a custom verse on there, you know, like you know John 3.16 or whatever the case is. It would be on there. And then... Pretty soon, people really started one of these. Like, this starts coming close to, like, confirmation time of year. And it was like I was 3D printing nonstop. I would get home from school, start the 3D printer. Boom, here it goes, half hour. Here it goes, half hour. Here it goes, half hour. And doing all these custom ones. And was up pretty late. Was getting tired. And eventually, and I mean... People would pay for them or whatever, you know, for, and it wasn't just the cross keychains. It would become other keychains too. It was just like a keychain making factory here. And I got kind of burnt out on it. And lo and behold, the 3D printer one time finally just had enough. It, it broke apart. The Makergear M2, or not Makergear, that's the one I use at school, the the um, MP Select Mini version one was really good, but not what you would call like for mass production by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so it finally broke and I had to close shop because I was tired of 3D printing all the time. And with all the money I made from 3D printing things for people, I bought some golf clubs and spent some time outside away from the computer it was pretty nice got some clubs so the uh 3d printing stopped for a long time um at school you know we were able to purchase some 3d printers to use in school so for example in my it fundamentals class we talk about binary code when we're discussing you know the very basics of fundamentals of computers and coding and then a little fun activity we kind of do at the end is we make some some dice, some small 3D printed dice. But instead of binary code, or I mean, instead of one through six, we put binary code. So like instead of one, we would have like zero, zero, one. And instead of two, we have zero, one, zero. And then instead of three, zero, one, one, so forth and so on. And then if they make the model in such a way that can be 3D printed structurally, because sometimes we get some kind of unusual, some uh, creative takes on what a die should look like. Um, but if it's something that can be 3D printed and, and is realistic and it's going to be viewable and everything, then we, we uh, 3D print those off and then they can, they can take those home. Or if we're in graphic design, sometimes we will make like a logo and then we'll turn the logo into a 3D printed keychain so they can see how to do those types of things. Um, so we use you know, the 3D printers at school. We have a couple MP Select mini version twos and we have these Maker Gear M2, a Maker Gear M2. 
and you know that one works pretty good too um for the for the mp select mini i use kira as the slicer because it comes with those and then for the maker gear m2 i use a program called slicer which is s-l-i-c-3-r and again the slicers kira or slicer they they're the ones that turn the 3d models into the g-code that then prints out this model so eventually you know time continues past reason he's at school and then 2020 comes obviously the covid pandemic and um i'd got a message just kind of hey we are not gonna have enough masks or whatever uh or the face shields for health workers is there anything we can do for that and so it turned out to be this cool thing in our community uh where some people at the college uh myself some people who work at gra- who are at the graphic design places in town who all have these 3d printers and then we kind of worked together found a model that would work for those and trying to find one that would that would print fast and efficiently you know wouldn't take too long but would also be very sturdy and then we printed i mean collectively hundreds of these of these face shields which is pretty cool and so you know to me that point at that time that was like the only time where i'd ever made something where it was like oh wow this is something that is beneficial this is something that's helping out in a larger picture type of thing other than that it had just been making keychains and door stops and wonder woman shields which in the dc universe the wonder the wonder woman shield would probably be would probably be very big as well i'm sure i'm sure it saved the world a few times in that world but 3d printing pretty awesome um i just wanted to do a quick short episode talking about 3d printing saying that i like using it you know it i like using it at home i've 3d printed a few like replacement shelf brackets kind of little things here and i think it's a great hobby if you love tinkering um because you're you're always 3d printing parts that are going to repair other things when you're 3d printing your 3d printer is going to break often and you learn how this thing gets put together and and what you need to do to fix all those parts and all that so as far as that goes very useful um i would say also for prototyping if you if you have an idea of something that you want to make you know it's obviously not all the time cost effective to be 3d printing all these out you would maybe make a mold or something like that eventually but i think it it's got a lot of applications uh for the hobbyist and for the designer and just for anybody with a creative mind who who likes coding and wants to to make physical things like you're taking a a 3D design you made digitally on the computer and you're physically making it happen, you know? That is pretty awesome. And then all the applications form in schools. So I know I've talked to some other teachers from around like our area of the state and they have 3D printers and they've kind of done the same thing as well with the um, with the keychains and and using them for fundraisers and things like that. Uh, every once in a while, like when we have a like the club fair at our high school and the 
future freshmen come up, I'll try to have some 3D printed North Platte Bulldog keychains uh, being made and and to hand those out just for something that's kind of cool to do. So, you know, I'm going to have a question on Twitter for this, you know, kind of asking out there, you know, if you had a 3D printer, what's something you would make? Or if you have a 3D printer, I would love to know uh, the kind of things that you use it for. You know, is it, are you using it all the time? Do you get burnt out on it like I did for a while? Um, have you found some very useful practical applications for it or is it you know just for something fun to explore and uh kind of share some ideas on twitter i think that'd be pretty cool so that's all i got for this week and uh hope you enjoyed this show you know look up information on 3d printing if you're not sure ton of youtube videos out there see what they're about and uh kind of the process of what it what it actually looks like when you when they're doing those things and and they are pretty fascinating to watch uh build as well thanks for joining me and we'll catch you on the next episode thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard for other content you can follow me on twitter at code peterson